We'd like to welcome you back to our emergency freedom alerts for March 4th, 2024. Now we're going to switch gears and talk about the do, the recent dues incineration events, mass murder of our own countrymen and livestock. Uh, first, we're going to give you a little bit of an update on the Maui Lahaina fire mass murder incineration update. New aerial video taken. Now, this is just a drone footage from two weeks ago. Okay, Nothing in it is or shatter it's stuff we all know the guy that put posted it was um he he's not i don't really think pushing out any kind of real truth about it he just wanted to document it okay so the the video is there but then a, a post below the um the video read said this is not going to happen. Meaning, I think the, the 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 premise of the um, post was that we're going to start the cleanup and things are going to get better. And the, and the guy said, no, it's not going to happen. Most of the properties are owned again by the bank and the police chief ran away. Now, this is a guy that lives there. This is a guy that lives in Lahaina. Okay. All my neighbors and friends were murdered. We were attacked that day from three different weapons. Okay. Well, you've got the dues weapons. You've got, I think, the high winds. I don't know if he's accounting that. And maybe it's a weapon that, that, that whipped up the fires that started. Um, you've got the fact that the police were, were keeping them in and not letting them leave. Okay, They're trying to drive out desperately. No, no, no. Police are like, no, no, no. You go back into the inferno. You go back in. That was well documented. So that was another weapon. They used the police as a weapon as well they use the wind as a weapon that they can create that with weather warfare they use dues attacks as well oh they also had arsonists i believe in addition to the dues so there's probably more than three weapons being used against these poor people and they wanted to trap them in the kill box like rats and that's what they did for the most part so he says all my neighbors and friends were murdered uh we were attacked that day from three different weapons if you lived and if you live near Lahaina, they're going to take your house within a year for the workers of the smart city they're putting in there. Now, they had already done the plans prior year, whatever. They'd already had a meeting there, big, big meeting. We're going to turn Lahaina into a smart city. And they had to basically, they had to uh, incinerate everybody and steal the property so they could start over and make the smart city. And then you have the people like Oprah and the other stars that, that own all that property out there. They didn't want to be around the commoners. And they wanted to be able to buy up the property probably for pennies on the dollar. And they had the right colored roofs as well. Like Oprah had that nice blue roof, which would um, be a nice big signal to them not to. Because nothing with a blue roof or blue tarps or anything were touched. Has to do with the with the, uh, with the dues laser. I don't exactly. It's just not something that. I, actually, no, I, I played a video on that. About this one laser. And they were showing how it reacts to different colors. And the one that was the like the darker blue, or not darker, but like a royal blue, it had no effect on it. Now, that's not the only reason people got skipped. I believe if you're on the right list, you were maybe in lockstep with the New World Order, your house didn't get burned up. Okay. Um, then he says, so they're going to take your house within a year for the workers of the smart city they're putting in. There are still two more towns to flatten. We now have a, a leukemia outbreak. And suicide is everywhere. Well, leukemia, who knows where that's from. I don't know if it's from the goo that they sprayed on the ash to keep the, make sure the ash didn't like kind of stay put. Who knows what kind of chemicals were sprayed on them? Who knows what kind of things were done to them afterward? Who knows what maybe kind of radiation they might have been exposed to? But yeah, now he says, now we have a, a leukemia outbreak everywhere. All his friends and family are dead. 
um, suicides everywhere, and this goes on for days. The ash they moved is now pouring into the ocean. 45-year resident, Maui massacre survivor, combat vet. That's what he. That's what his accolades are. 45-year resident there, Maui massacre survivor, combat veteran. Hit me up if you want to see the photos from inside the war zone. We were picking up bodies till 1 p.m. the next day after the event. 2,000 dead children and 1,000 dead adults. And they really wanted to kill the children. That's why they were told to stay home that day for the public schools. That's why. They wanted them to all be in the kill box because there's nothing more... Uh, satisfying to Satan than to incinerate little children alive and the pets and the animals and any adults they can get in there as well. And that's what happened. And that's what I reported on. And I reported on it over and over. And I said it was about 2,000. Now the next report said that there's, you know, 500. But how do you know? How? how I'm pretty sure that 2,000 is a much more accurate predictor. From, from going back from... The studies that I did on the children of Lahaina, it's more than 500. But I'm going to go ahead and play this other video as well. Lahaina has almost been forgotten. But what happened to all the children? Let's revisit this and consider the possibilities. Okay, so I'm just going to play this Instagram video here. Uh, that weren't registered to go back to school. By October, a month later... I don't know how it happened, but the news reports started coming out that there was 500 kids that haven't reported back to school. Now, on our end here... I think that's way light. Way light. I never heard it. I, I never heard an honest figure that I heard reported on this that was that low. But still, it's horrible. If, you, if you're reading the reports, it's saying more than 100 dead. For some reason, they don't want to get that 100 count up higher than what it really is. In Lahaina, here on the west side... We can guarantee you that's going to be 500 to 700 dead. Now, 500 kids haven't showed up. Where are they? They haven't contacted their parents. They haven't done it. Nobody knows where these kids are, and nobody knows where their parents are. You had multi-generational families. Well, that they're incinerated. Perished in their home, and that's it's it. It's like they're cremated. I mean, there's, there's nothing left of them. There goes the records. Who's going to say, oh, my God, my son is missing? I could throw up. I mean, it's, it's... It's a lady interviewing him. The counts are way off. No one's giving you an accurate count. You're not even allowed to question it still. Pelletier, Chief Pelletier, MPD, um, news agencies and news reporters want to talk to him and everything. First off, if you're not a Hawaii news media, they're not going to even talk to you. They're not even going to respond to your email. They'll give you, like, the public, just ignore, like, oh, you can get your information from here. But if you're Hawaii news media and you're trying to talk, talk to uh, Chief Pelletier about anything in Maui, he'll literally tell you right off the bat, we are not talking about the Lahaina virus. I, I played the clips of, of them going up to different, like, I don't know, it's the mayor, the chief of police, and all these other, uh, and they just refuse to talk. They just will not talk. They just, you know, about all the atrocities. They, they, they will not talk. It's, it's not worth, evidently, the effort uh, from them. For some reason, no one wants to talk about it. They're all avoiding it. They're all ignoring it. You're not allowed to report on it. You're not allowed to ask questions about it. And they're definitely not going to talk about it. The counts are forever going to be like this. We're never going to have an accurate count because they're never going to give us one. Yep. So that was the the Lahaina update. Um, now, 
that heavily, heavily relates to what we're going to be talking about next. Insane. Texas devastated by green laser death rays amid thunderstorm. This is the current dues weapon attack that's going on in the panhandle of Texas. The CAA Biden's secret direct energy weapon assault on U.S. home ground. Let's call it what it is. It's an act of domestic terror perpetrated by not perpetrated not by some external force, but by the very institution supposedly meant to safeguard our liberties. The green laser um, fires, they, there were no warnings. Uh, th these are declarations of war against dissent, against the very ethos of what it means to be an American. The audacity is staggering, as if the mockery of the Second Amendment wasn't enough. Now we see the government's true face gleefully turning brother against brother, igniting fires of division and fear, all the while cloaking its tyranny in the mantle of public safety. The founding fathers are rolling in their graves, um, with the warnings about tyranny are played out in the most brazen display of governmental overreach. And amidst the chaos, leaked memos and whispers from the intelligence community paint a picture of a nation on the brink, not of eternal external invasion. Well, that's totally going to happen and is, but of an internal collapse orchestrated by those in power. The stage is being set for an upheaval, a pretext to clamp down, to fortify their rule as the proxy wars abroad falter and the true enemy, which is the American people, stand resilient. Well, okay, I don't know about the, the true, the, the people. The, the, the guy that put this out was a big, gigantic, he's the one that had the thing with Trump, with Jesus, with, you know, the supposed, their depiction of Jesus uh, with his hands on the back of Trump and he was in deep thought. So this guy in and of itself who wrote this, is deluded on about Trump. Okay. So it, but I think there was a lot of truth here as well. What he was talking about here. Uh, there is no time for silence for passive observation. The events unfolding in Texas, the deployment of the dues, the stench of authoritarianism. It's a clarion call to every American who believes in freedom and the sanctity of our constitution, the government and, uh, with its lasers and lies has shown its hand, revealing a disdain for the people it serves that borders on the despotic borders. It's, it's mass murder genocidal. It doesn't border on despotic. Um, and again, he blames everybody. It's, it's the Biden era. Again, Trump did his part. Bush did his part. Obama did his part. It's all, they just passed the satanic baton. Um, where advanced weaponry is turned inward, a clear message to the American people that dissent will be met by force, that the autonomy of states like Texas is an illusion ready to be shattered by the next demonstration of federal might. Now, I would have cleaned that up better, but I put that in last second uh, before I went to air, and I should have I should have vetted that verbiage better. But in a way, it's, I'm glad I did it because it, it, it just allows me to, again, show you more right-left paradigm stuff that goes on and why it's so, you got to be so careful with so many of the sources out there. Okay, so... Texas, just like Lahaina, Maui, Hawaii, is under a massive due directed energy weapon attack. These fires do not look natural. The Texas fires happen in the exact location of the state where 88% of the cattle uh, feed, 88% uh, of Texas cattle feed. Uh, considering the relentless attacks against the beef industry in America by globalists, is this fire a coincidence? Okay, obviously it's not. So I'm going to play about uh, a little over two minutes of this. And I'm just going to kind of describe what I'm seeing here um, because it's just music. Okay, so it's showing Texas. Okay, and again, it's the same stuff we saw in Lahaina and every other dues weapon attack. Whether it's in the mountains, whether it's in 
houses burned into their own footprint into ash where trees with green on them or, or trees that are not even touched are around them they're still standing they shouldn't be standing around a structure that burned into its own footprint there's no fuel around these houses that we're seeing here or there's very little and so much of the time we're seeing these trees that should be burned into nothing i mean they're wood okay they're still standing it's always the classic stuff i've reported on this over and over and over again cars with melted rims molten metal coming off the rims there's no way a forest fire could create that kind of heat to to actually make um metal molten they just it, it wouldn't get that hot could never and in this particular case, this is the most egregious example I've seen of a dude's weapon attack because I'm going to go into that in a second. Okay, so it's just showing, they're just showing all these lots in Texas that are just burned into their own footprint. And then there's some there's some things there that are totally left untouched. There's other structures totally untouched, which is what you expect. Here's an overhead view where it shows you the dues lines. These lasers come and they just zip down and they will leave a line of fire like in a kind of a straight line and there's tons and tons of these and you can't get the only thing that, that's really burning in these these cases a lot of times are the ground cover because there's not a lot of trees in this area um but that you could still i mean it is you know we're coming out of winter and you're going to have a lot of dry vegetation on the ground and it's fuel, but it's not like trees. It's it's a lot less fuel than you would have in like a forest. They're, again, they're just showing the... Something Elon Musk posted that looks very suspicious. Our food supply is under attack, yeah. Bill Gates... Um... Bill Gates' rich nations should shift entirely to synthetic beef. Uh, we and again, this is right. It hits right where eighty-eight percent of all the cattle graze in Texas, and they and they killed and incinerated all these cows. They're gone, and all it's going to do is drive up beef beef prices more. And then we have Bill Gates' rich nations should shift to entirely to synthetic beef, the Franken Franken food. Um, that will kill you and probably modify your dna i mean who knows what that garbage will do i've reported on it many times but this all fits into that agenda and then you know another mountain dew can mountain dew spark and then they're showing the the thing that how that could be related to this thing i, I went over the one in lahaina there was a mountain dew can uh the, the maui blast can okay and again it's just right in front of your face it's just predictive programming they're not trying to hide their agenda anymore um i'm just kind of going through this and see if there's anything else i need to get into yeah okay now you can watch the video but obviously i'm, I'm just kind of looking at playing and trying to describe you what i'm seeing okay so top headlines read worst texas wildfire in history scorches ranches shuts highways down inferno size of rhode island so big you can see it from space firefighters face difficult weather conditions as they battle the largest wildfire in texas history devastating blow to cattle ranches so my comment originally was yes just another directed energy weapon genocide incineration attack by our loving government uh houses burn into their own footprint with other structures nearby left totally untouched and i give you some pictures here so you can see for yourself i only had to take a look at a few pictures of this to realize what was going on see for yourself and i give you a link to a cnn link where there's picture after picture after picture 
of total evidence that this was a dues attack. Not normal. You don't even see normal fires anymore in these types of things. They're all dues attacks, essentially. Um, and I said, and this is me talking, I mean, I've personally drove through the panhandle of Texas many times via I-40, okay? And there are almost no trees. That was the one thing that struck me. Now, I'm not saying that that means I've been to every part of the panhandle, but I can tell you right now with what I drove through, it was, I mean, and again, if it's the main part, part where, where cattle grazes, well then, of course, you're going to expect to see like not a ton of trees. It's more more grazing land. So that, that's been my experience, okay? And in the videos I've seen and in the pictures I've seen, the vast majority of the pictures, it's open, barren, like land. Maybe not totally barren, but I mean, we're, we're coming off of, winter there's not a lot of grazing yeah i guess there'd be some fuel on the ground in the form of dead plants but we're not talking like some big forest fire this is open land it it makes no sense that you could have some out of control wildfire that could never be contained but hey when you've got dues weapons and we're going to prove that in a second with their lasers that can whip a line you know half mile long in like three seconds and then you do it again and you do it again yeah you can't contain something like that and that's what they've been doing and, I'll, and I'm going to give you a picture, and there's a video up there, and there's probably going to be more coming out, where it shows these green lasers going and igniting all these fires in the night sky in Texas. This is how they're doing it, okay? Maybe there's some arsonists in addition to this. I don't know. I'm sure that's who they blame them on, but um, I've been through the panhandle of Texas many times, VI-40, and there's almost no trees so how can wildfires wildfires develop where with very little fuel it's like a big sick, sick satanic joke right out in the open right in your face even in the vast majority of pictures you can see there are no trees either just crops soil or light ground um light ground cover i saw one video where there were trees but most of the overhead pictures are of barren landscapes with very little fire fuel which makes this more egregious because at least even in like lahaina even though I know they were right up against the coast, there were like trees around the city, you know? I mean, it's just more plausible, I guess. And here it doesn't even make any sense at all. I mean, not, not to the point where they couldn't contain it. And you're telling, where did all these fires spark up? Where are, There's just row after row after row after row of fire. Well, somebody had to set that row after row after row of fire, and there's no way one person could do it. And it's ubiquitous all over the place. It's because they're using these dudes' weapons, these lasers. And they're incinerating the houses and the cars into their own footprints and they're leaving other ones alone with very little fuel around it. It's the most egregious example of this I've seen yet. The most in-your-face flagrant. Um, classic dues attack on a car with molten metal. This does not happen in nature. No immediate trees around the car. I give you, this car's like burned to the ground. It's convertible. There's literally nothing even around the car. There's nothing. It, it just looks like sand all around it i mean i don't even think there's ground cover in this case but the car just burns burns into its own footprint and it has molten metal coming off the wheels with no fuel around it to create that really then here's the here's the dude's weapon it's clearly seen it's up there on the internet i'm gonna play this dues update mysterious green laser captured on video during the storm purportedly from the state of texas over 1 million acres have burned in texas which is now the largest blaze in state history the the, the clip i'm gonna play there's another clip up there and it, it has the original guy seeing it and filming it and he's cussing. So this one, there's no cussing. Okay, so this video, they kind of bleep it out, but you can still kind of hear it. He And it's showing the, the guy filming this, okay? 
mysterious green laser captured on video during the storm purportedly from the state of texas and um this is went pretty viral and he says what the blank is that dude and i mean i'm gonna play it without the sound but it's only four second thing and i mean it is it is just lighting up the sky and you could see you could see trees in the background some trees it's a neighborhood and and a house and yeah if you saw this in the middle of the night you'd be like what is going on and you know this is just one of the many proofs that this was a a staged event and also dues weapons were used and you can go ahead and um you, you know i'll give you all the links to this if you want to watch it your, yourself to see what we're, we're dealing with here now then taylor told me about this today and then i got a couple other listeners that emailed me this cape coral florida green laser seen scanning the ground from a plane in the middle of the night and nobody knows why a green laser scan also happened prior to the lahaina maui hawaii dues attack now i give you uh pictures of that of the of the green lasers that were seen i like one or two months prior to the maui attack okay and um what they postulated is, is they were scanning to see which which houses were going to be incinerated and which ones weren't and who was on the naughty and nice list the satanic naughty and nice list okay um local going back to this report it says local news investigated and spoke to the following city of cape coral in the county florida division of emergency management south florida water district and port authority none of them knew what it was now how could you you're going to see the scale of this thing that happened in cape coral which is where i grew up i grew up in cape coral florida southwest florida okay i grew up there probably from the age of moved from ohio when i was four lived in a duplex in fort myers Ooh. probably for a year and a half to two years and then we moved to cape coral my dad bought a lot in cape coral and then built a house and we moved there when i was i would say five or six from kindergarten on i was in cape coral and went to Clusa elementary school there uh cape coral i've read whole books about cape coral it's different than fort myers which is kind of across the river it's different than the other parts like Sanibel, Captiva, Fort Myers, and the other parts of the town, even North Fort Myers. Cape Coral was built primarily and totally out of greed, out of 100% as a development. When they went into Cape Coral, they leveled Cape Coral. And they were trying to maximize waterfront property. So what they did is they leveled it and there were a whole bunch of giants giant skeletons that were found that was even in the book i read about it even though that's not what the book was about it was about this kind of corrupt foundation that cape coral was laid on and they they just leveled all of cape coral no trees no nothing uh took the then then they they took um big dredges and dredged out all this unbelievable amount of canal systems there that's ubiquitous in like the whole of cape coral i mean there's canals everywhere all of them are man-made all of them and then they took the dredgings and then they made they they elevated the land they just put the dredgings of that there and then sold house lots 
which of all that were sitting on all of this dredged up material. And um, I don't know whether they're planning on doing a dues attack against Cape Coral. I don't know. Because as we're going to see, this laser scanning is not just for Cape Coral. There's other places that do this. And I'm kind of getting ahead of myself here. But I just wanted to give you a little bit of history on, you know, that's where I grew up. And it is a very, at least when I grew up, a very, very big brother place. It was by far the most big brother place you could have lived in Southwest Florida. So much so that my dad, who's always been a renegade, who I've told you guys several stories about, when I was growing up, my dad took our garage and converted it. We lived in a, in a nice, like, three-bedroom uh two-bath house right on one of the canals. He put in a really nice pool, my dad. Um, tile roof, the whole nine yards. It was nice. It was it was a nice house. Um, we lived like way in the back of a... We didn't like live right off the main road. We, we were kind of like tucked back there. And that's where I grew up. I lived there until... Oh man, I was in kindergarten all the way up until probably about... I think fifth grade. And we moved to North Fort Myers. And um, my dad couldn't take Cape Coral anymore. I mean, it's, it's, I don't exactly know what it's like now, but it was so big brother even back then. I mean, if you, I've been in Cape Coral literally going 45, the speed limit, and have a guy just inching up beside me going 46 and he gets nailed. Um, literally for going one mile over the speed limit. Um, my dad converted our garage into a, entertainment room my dad was really big on the big stereo systems and stuff and this was way back in the day this was like this would have been like late 70s and evidently so we didn't have a garage anymore we had a shed but we didn't have a garage so but evidently the city of cape coral found out about it and um threw my dad in jail i can remember the Vaguely, the day that the cops came to get my dad to throw him in jail. It made the front page of all the newspapers in the area. Local man thrown in jail for converting his garage into a family entertainment room. And when it got before the judge, the judge was like embarrassed. But evidently, Cape Coral had some big brother ordinance that you can't mess with your garage or something. I don't know. Can't can't have any kind of conversions or whatever. And my, my dad evidently didn't know about it or whatever. And so when we moved out of there, my dad was like, "Good riddance, never again." I, I've I've suffered enough at you know the Big Brother hands of Cape Coral. So if they were going to convert anywhere in Southwest Florida into a smart city, and it's already in a very very grid like pattern, and they've already got the Big Brother system very much in place there and have for decades and decades. I could I could see them doing it with Cape Coral. I that's what I wanted to say about it. Anyway, um nobody knows what these planes were though. Okay, and I'm gonna I'm gonna play the video so you have a full the full um understanding of the whole thing here. In fact, I'm gonna go ahead and do that right now. Notice this green light flash across your screen a couple of times. It's puzzling neighbors in Cape Coral, but this is actually the cause. It's a plane flying. Yeah, they're showing the plane up in the air and it's got this green laser that is coming out from the bottom of it and it's going out from the bottom of the plane at about a a very what they would call obtuse angle 
like if you looked at the roof of a house it would be about that angle like from the peak of the roof the, the peak would be where the plane is and then it goes out it would be like that angle and it's just scanning wide swat and they're doing this in the middle of the night and it's waking people up and it's it's because it's so bright and everybody's like like why would you do this i mean wouldn't you want to do if you're going to do something like this do it in the middle of the day i don't know maybe they need nighttime for this type of thing i don't know but it's really obnoxious and the news is like who's shining these green bright green lasers in the sky blow over people's homes scanning the ground with that green laser welcome back i'm chris safati and i'm lois tomey so what does this lois tomey has been there <laughs> i mean since I don't know. She she looks great, but I mean, I I can't remember a time when she wasn't in the news down there. She looks the same basically, and I hope she's not a vampire. But I mean, this is just so weird that she's still. I I just I don't know. I I had I didn't know she was still broadcasting down there. But I mean, this is since I can almost remember me being like, I'd say at least in high school, she was there. What is it doing? Awake News anchor Annette Montgomery joins us in the studio. And Annette, what did you learn? Well, Chris and Lois, I learned who it's not after reaching out to everyone from the city of Cape Coral to the county to the Florida Division of Emergency Management to the South Florida Water District and Port Authority. Now, these I mean, isn't this something that the government would have to uh, know about and to give their approval for? You're just telling me you're going to fly over these areas with these obnoxious green lasers in the middle of the night, wake up all these people. It, 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 a lot of people feel like their privacy was invaded and nobody knows what's going on. The government doesn't know, nobody knows. But evidently they have a right to do this. Flying planes with green lasers does not belong to them. One neighbor got so fed. It's showing what it looks like on the ground at night. And I mean, it's really like a light show. I mean, they're showing like cameras on people's houses when this thing goes over and it's, it's pretty obnoxious. She purchased a flight radar to help narrow down the search for the owner. It's not something you see every day. Oh, geez, it was soft. I mean, it went back and forth at least, I would say, 40 minutes to an hour. But for people living in Cape Coral, they've been seeing it a lot this week. It was really late at night. It was kind of around midnight. It was around midnight. Um, I, was, I was actually in my car. I was just getting home, and I saw it going back and forth with a laser beam. And it, was, it scanned over me multiple times. Right. And it was just moving... It was getting the whole area, every square footage, basically, going just forth. That low-flying plane was in Casey Sutton's neighborhood for hours Sunday night. Philip Bertolio saw it the same day, but a few hours earlier, while watching the Super Bowl game. When it came by, you could see the green laser light like spread out. Like, it was mapping. We heard somebody was mapping the area, is what we were told. Right. And it kept going in a north and south Thumbs direction, right and it would just go farther to the farther to the west it kept going north and south i mean it's, it's almost like they're just doing this just to put it in your face like yeah i don't know i mean i can't say that they're going to get hit with a dues weapon okay I, I cannot be dogmatic about that but this is insanely obnoxious and the government does know what's going on and they can't play dumb and act like just that they could just do this and fly over you know i mean these houses and, and not have any idea what's going on i mean come on it's the first time these neighbors saw a sight like this while looking up at the night sky. Mm -hmm. So Casey decided to track down who the plane and its lasers belong to. I've never had flight radar until this happened. So I'm like, what the heck is going on? But it shows that what kind of plane it was and what type of plane. 
When you put the information Casey provided into the FAA website, <clears throat> it comes back with this information saying it's registered to Randigo LLC. But it's unclear who or what they're doing. We just want to know what's going on. Why are we being, why are we being scanned? I also reached out to the U.S. Geological Survey as they are doing some mapping and data collection involving low-flying planes right now. But they told me not only do their planes fly during the day, they also don't use green lasers. I'm still waiting to hear back from the NOAA. I did speak with a representative over the phone, but she was unable to confirm or deny if these planes belong to them. They're, they're all like Schultz on Hogan's Heroes. They know nothing. They know nothing. Sorry, a little Hogan's Heroes joke. Um, Yeah. And the, 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 the um, comments under this um, are, if I lived in Cape Coral, I would be painting my, my roof blue very soon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and those are, the, again, those are the ones, the roofs that, or the even anything that was the color blue in Lahaina. Or in any of these dues attacks, they're unaffected. And I mean, you could have literally a blue umbrella, like that was seen in Lahaina, series of them totally untouched and then the building right next to it everything around it just incinerated into the ground this particular lasers cannot I, I guess they just don't have an effect on that um i'm just kind of looking at some of these these comments i mean I, I love that people are waking up though um this one lady says this is what they're doing on maui they need the exact measurements when they deployed their due attack on the people in their homes better get those blue uh metal roofs on your house like oprah did i'm cleaning up the language here uh noah's involved noah the um the, the ones involved with the weather the agency involved with the weather which is one of the ones she reached out to the, the lady we just heard involved in they're involved in creating hurricanes so they're not going to confirm or deny any of this um yeah. Once again, these talking heads proved they're not journalists because in a 15-minute search, I, I found quite a bit on Randigo. That's exactly what I was going to say. I did too. Within five minutes, I knew what they were. We don't know. I mean, these journalists are amazing. Man, they know how to really dig. They're, they're really, um, you know, amazing journalists here. Uh, you could literally do a five-minute internet search and know all kinds of stuff about Randigo LLC, which are the ones that own these planes, okay? And um, let's see here. They're registered in Alabama and Delaware. And um, he gives the, I guess the CEO is a Paul Rosal. And... Um, give some more information on them i'm going to go ahead and give you what i what i found on them just in kind of a nutshell here our our neighborhood got fed up and purchased the flight radar just narrow down the search when you put the information in the faa registry it says the plane is registered to a Randigo llc uh who owns 33 aircraft now i'm not i'm not really a big into okay let's do all the numbers and numerology i think there's merit to it but Man, if I was to go down every rabbit trail like that, I'd get nothing done. But they own 33 aircraft and have 33 employees. Why would that even be something they would emphasize? But they do. So 33 and 33, like a 33rd degree Freemason, that's a very occultically significant number. 
Uh, they're a Delaware limited liability company filed on January 27, 2013. I'm sorry, January 17th, 2013. Uh, gives their file number here. Um, gives their address. The owner, Rendigo, is an aerial survey, survey company. They're also known as Rendigo LLC, Revolution Flight LLC, and Make Safe LLC. And they were bought, they brought in over $12 million in revenue in 2020 alone. Just from the scanning, mostly, I'm assuming, while producing our most profitable year yet. Including our staff and technical team, we employ 33 people. There it is again. We operate our own fleet of aerial survey, survey planes and part 91 turbine aircraft for skydiving operations as well huh another another person commented on this and said thank you for the post although it's a year later the company with the plane just like this has been doing the same cir circular route over manatee sarasota sarasota county which would be due north of the cape coral fort myers position on the same coast go right up about you know as far as a drive it's going to take you Oh, do you get to Sarasota? An hour and fifteen to an hour and a half, depending on where you're going. If the if the roads are clear, if you go right up uh, seventy five. So, I mean, then again, I, I lived there for like thirty something years out of my life. This is where I grew up. That whole area. Um. So anyway, yeah, I wanted to like let you know that now you can watch a better quality of the Texas laser video. It's a little bit longer, but there's more profanity they don't but I give you that link too uh let's see here so the another person said I don't care if this turns out to be something harmless it's the fact that the general public and the local governments are saying they don't know what's going on yeah I don't, I don't buy it at all this should not be allowed especially with all the stuff going on in like Texas and Lahaina and you know the the what the paradise fires and, and all the fires that were up in Canada and all all these dudes weapons attacks that are taking place all over the world. I don't trust any of these devils. This should not be allowed without a clear understanding of what it is nefarious or not. Um I mean laser pointers can like blind you. A, a, a regular laser pointer shining your eyes can do all kind of damage to your eyes. That's just a very weak one. These are much more powerful. It would not be good if you were outside to look up into the, these lasers or even really look up at them while they're flying overhead because I don't know what kind of damage it might be doing to your eyes. That's another thing, okay? Um, I wanted to throw in there. So green lasers sound familiar. On January 28, 2023, there were mysterious green lasers spotted over uh, the skies of, of um, Maui, okay? And then later in August... So I guess, you know, you're looking at, I don't know, seven, eight months later, the Maui, Maui Lahaina caught fire. So again, are we seeing the same thing here? The troubling thing about this is there are a lot of conflicting reports from NASA the first week. They insisted that it was one of their satellites. Now, this is the green lasers that appeared in January over Lahaina, Maui, over that region that were, we believe, mapping it out planning for the dues attack that incinerated Maui Lahaina, Hawaii, okay? Uh, they ultimately declared these green lasers were a Chinese satellite, uh, DAQ-1AEMS. That's the type of satellite, evidently. Or maybe it was the, the actual 
name of it. I don't know. This happened almost immediately before multiple Chinese spy balloons were also spotted all over America. We're going to talk about that today. The fact that NASA has no clue and says it's likely a Chinese satellite is very alarming. It's just like all these, these governmental agencies, like, we don't really know. We don't know what's going on. We're, we're just clueless. We're like, we don't know. We're, we're pretty pathetic and pitiful. They know exactly what is going on. They just don't want us to know. So they're just plain dumb. That's all this is, okay? So I would just say, I want to give my listeners a heads up about this. <laughs> you know, a, a, a something also to pray about. Uh, let's see here. And here's the actual, there's a video of it. The Sur Sarubu Ashari Star Camera captured green laser lights in the cloudy skies over Manukia, Hawaii, which is, I think, the basically the Lahaina, Maui area. The lights are thought to be from a remote sensing altimeter satellite. And here's a picture of it for you if you want to look at that. So, we said all that, and now we get to this. Devil Biden literally just told people in Texas they were hit with a directed energy weapon, and anyone incinerated just basically had the wrong roof color. Or they were on, they were on Satan's good list, and they were spared because they mapped these things out prior to the incineration. So they're not killing any of their... And I'm not saying every one of these people that were spared are satanic minions. I don't know. Maybe there's... Maybe it's just that they were praying Christians and, uh, you know, they, they they had no ability to harm these people. I would, I would think that that is definitely the case in hopefully a large number of these people that were spared. Because a lot of them are spared and they don't have blue roofs. And this is why I have that on the prayer list. So that's another thing I definitely needed to mention because that's very, that's one of the most important things I'm, I've said about all of this regarding the subject. So here's Biden talking about this. Because a lot of, if you fly over these areas that are burned to the ground, you'll see in the midst of 20 homes that are just totally destroyed, one home sitting there because they had the right roof on it. And anyway, since I took office, FEMA's provided Texas alone. Here, did you hear that? I'll say it again. Because a lot of, if you fly over these areas that are burned to the ground, you'll see in the midst of 20 homes that are just totally destroyed, one home sitting there because they had the right roof on it. They had the right roof on it. What else could that mean? I could understand if it was a hurricane that came through and they had a really, like they had a, a house that was really built up to modern day hurricane specs and that roof survived because it was rated at a much higher windage than maybe a roof from the 50s. I could understand that, but that's not what he's talking about. These are incineration events. Why would a roof determine if your house is going to be incinerated into its own footprint? Think about that. Makes no sense. He's telling you right out in the open, as addled of a husk as that devil, pedophilic devil is, he's still telling you out in the open that the people that had the right roof color, I, I think there's two people that are surviving. The people that had the right roof color, the ones that are on Satan's um, good list, and the, and the praying Christians that prayed for protection and God protected them. I think those are the three in my head that are being spared. That's my personal opinion, okay? Um, I know, call upon me, God said, call upon me and, and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. 
Okay, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? No. So this is something that, that you know, we should be doing. Um, all right. More uh, information regarding this whole thing. Predictive programming, Texas spread, te Texas fire spread forecast. Oh, this is just basically the forecast where they're predicting, you know, like they have some kind of uh, Nostradamus crystal ball psychic medium there where they're saying, oh, the fire is going to get worse and worse and worse. And then it's, and, and, you know, they're predicting all the stuff because they know their dues planning incineration events and they know that these areas are going to get worse. And here's a whole forecast. I'm not going to play it because you can't see it and it's, there's no sound with it. So, but I give you the link there if you want to look at that. Aerial image shows the dues damage in the aftermath, aftermath of the Texas wildfires. Some houses hit and totally incinerated and some left totally untouched with barely any trees that can even be seen in the area. No to very little fuel for these wildfires. But that doesn't matter when a directed energy weapon is being used. And here's an overhead view. And you can see some of these houses are burned into their own footprint. And then like a house next to it will be totally untouched. And it'll it'll have two houses on either side burned into their own footprint. And then the one in the middle will be untouched. Okay. And, and like I said, none of these houses have blue roofs that I can see. So um, it's, I, I believe as far as being spared is because of one of those three reasons that I stated earlier. And if I'm leaving one out, I'm sorry. I didn't mean, I'm not trying to, but I, I had, a, that's just something I'm kind of thinking out loud there. Let me just tighten this up a little bit. Okay. All right. So, um, we are seeing fires break out now again, switching gears. This is also relates to this. We are seeing fires break out at food processing facilities across the country. The media claims these incidents are a coincidence. While there is much online speculation that these are acts of arson, furthermore, it appears that the globalists are making their moves to prohibit small and independent farming. There are major protests by farmers worldwide who can no longer tolerate the proposals for sustainability brought to you by the UN and the World Economic Forum. Synthetic and, and GMO frankenfoods are being pushed in favor of organic foods. Yeah, uh, it, it explains a lot as to why the topic that I screamed at me this morning when I woke up, um, I went to bed last night not knowing at all what I was going to talk about. And then this morning I wake up and I noticed uh, there were stories about farms on fire again. I, uh, <laughs> I don't know how long ago it was, but remember there was that moment where there were fires happening at chicken plants and there were... Uh, cyber attacks at beef plants and there was a, a i think a general mills factory somewhere in utah tremont i believe where um, a plane came down and basically took that out and like every day we were hearing these stories about these poultry plants you know going up in flames and of course covid was a thing too sort of kind of covid bird flu killing the birds so and and so uh I get this story again. We're we're seeing a number of fires breaking out in food processing facilities, which people online are saying, "Hey, what's going on?" You know, and getting emails. Clyde, why don't you talk about this? Because this is weird that it happens again, and and that uh, you know the media claims that these incidents are just coincidences, and and of course conspiracy theorists are thinking there's something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would say yes. The pattern is there. And I don't know if the conspiracy theory is right about how this is to prove that there's a lot, uh, you know, there's, there's really a, a plot to, to destroy 
facilities to provide meat and poultry to the populace. But you take a look at what the globalists are talking about, how they want us to have a meatless life, how you always hear about turkeys and chickens being killed off because of bird flu. Um, and then, of course, we have these fires again. A uh, couple uh, worth noting. Fire that killed 100,000 chickens at a farm in Connecticut on January 28th. A fire in December that killed 250,000 chickens at a farm in Pennsylvania. And the, the recent fire that everybody's talking about is the Feathercrest Farms fire that happened in Curtin, Texas. It burned for a few days, and then finally, I think they put it out today or yesterday. It was a 70-year-old farm, and they were actually remodeling it. Uh, the existing facilities are trying to, uh, I guess, refurbish, remodel, and expand production of the facility because MPS Eggs purchased it in 2020, and uh, it was going to be one of the company's six facilities across the United States. Two chicken houses went up in flames. Chickens died. But again, I mean, it seems odd. And yet, you know, they, they, you go to Snopes or you go to the PolitiFact, or you go to the USA Today has a fact check. Even my local news has a fact check. And they say things like, well, these are this is normal. You know, things like this happen all the time. Well, I'm sure fires break out on farms all the time. Yeah, I, I, I'm willing to say, okay, sure. I mean, yeah, we know that feed is very volatile. The, the dust... I remember there was a, um, uh, uh, where I used to live, where my parents used to live, Taylorsville, Utah, Murray Taylorsville area. Uh, there was a grain area, and the whole place in that area stunk because they were making not only, they had grains for, uh, you know, in silos, but they also made cat food and dog food. So the whole area there smelled horrible. It was just, bleh. But then one day, I guess the, the powder in one of the elevators, grain elevators, ignited. And that stuff's like dynamite, man. Boom. And the whole area. Caught fire, burned down. So I understand that. I understand that, you know, farmers deal with the dangers of, uh, and my uncle had a farm. I lived on his farm for a while. So I do know the dangers in farming. Farmers are, are <laughs> farmers are hard workers. You know, don't kid yourself. Mm -hmm. They're very hard workers. Yes, they are. But so we have this fire, Crest Farms in Curtin, Texas, burned for a couple of days. Two chicken houses go up. But it just adds on to the idea that we have other chicken farms that have gone down. We had that place uh, where they had the intentional sabotage being carried out by green terrorists. They were trying to uh, do a cyber attack, circumvent the way we process and distribute dairy foods and produce. And I got a, a number of emails that I was looking at, too. Uh, troubling emails about how the globalists are making their moves all over Europe to prohibit average day people, average everyday people, from growing their own gardens. Okay, they're putting a ban on home gardening. And there are also major protests underway from farmers who can no longer tolerate the proposals of sustainability brought on by the UN and the World Economic Forum guidelines. Farmers uh, blocked the Dutch-Belgian border on, uh, actually they did it today, or yesterday, and uh, they occupied many of the roads in Greece, in Poland. They announced plans to shut border crossings with Ukraine. They were protesting for fairer prices and less red tape spreading across Europe with regard to farming. Now, if you remember when we talk about Davos, we talk about the World Economic Forum, the major problem they have is with farmers. 
The major problem they have with CO2 is farming, saying farming is the biggest problem we have right now, and it creates a lot of CO2. And so now we have farmers protesting. Protests have erupted in several countries, and farmers now are exposing, uh, actually they're, they're exposing their anger about low prices for produce, rising costs, import of cheap foodstuffs from the constraints imposed by the European Union's drive to fight climate change. It's incredible. It, it's insane. At one roadblock, there was a Dutch pig farmer by the name of Johan van Eckervoort. Real name, Eckervoort. Work, work, work. And he warned that the European Union and Dutch politicians are holding cabinet formation talks and they are literally ignoring the needs of the farmer. Absolutely. Because they want the farmer and farming to disappear off the face of the earth. Yep. They wipe all the animals out and, you know, uh, can't eat meat. I, I've said before, that's a main, one of the main things they're trying to get is no meat. You're going to eat the bugs. You're going to eat whatever Frank and GMO Franken food we, we give you and you're going to like it. And this is, it's all about this satanic control freak mechanism. They're trying to impo uh, impose on the whole planet. Uh, <clears throat> okay. So then, and again, that kind of relates to the whole, this whole topic of these news weapons and things of this nature as well. And then there's this. And now, so once, let's say once we get uh, the goods that the farms produce and then we take them to market or transport them, well, who's doing that? Well, truck drivers. So there's also this going on. Missing truck drivers everywhere. Apparently, it is a hazard of being a trucker now as many are going missing. Read the comments below. These videos are their personal stories as well. Also, this is related. Um, Dave, meaning Dave Pilates, is going to do a whole series on amnesia and the truckers are also mentioned on that. I had a listener, uh, long-time listener, Pat, sent me this. And uh, they said, yes, David Pilates, or I, I said, yes, David Pilates on YouTube has a whole new series on the missing truckers. And I give you the link here, missing truckers. Um, there's a full playlist. I give you that link. Also another link that says wife of missing Iowa truck driver turns to psychics, which I would not do in her desperate search for her answers. So these truckers are just, they're turning up like their, their rigs are pulled over. It's typically not on the interstate, but usually off the beaten path. They're finding these trucks just abandoned and, and the, and the drivers are gone. And a lot of times their loads are still in there intact. They haven't been robbed and they're just gone. So David Pilates, who does all the missing 411 uh, or 911 or whatever it is, he's doing the whole a whole series just on missing truckers because it's that's turning into such a huge thing. He normally does it on people that turn up missing in the national parks and stuff. Well, now it's the truck drivers. So that would be another way to um, slowly erode, you know, our you know, let's incinerate the beef. Let's 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 incinerate the. Let's cause explosions at these food plants. Let's now let's disappear the truckers who transport the goods. Every satanic way that they can that they can take out our our infrastructure. That's what they're doing. Okay, and in r relation to this subject, we have the fruit of fifteen minute cities, and the total reliance on satanic government. The People's Commune will be the bridge that will carry China towards the socialist paradise. 
the commune experimented with a completely new way of life. All private property was abolished. Houses, animals, land, and production tools. This was in China, I don't know how many years ago. They're actually showing archive footage, and it, it's a long time ago. But they're showing the, this is the fruit of these 15-minute cities. All private property was abolished. Houses, animals, land, and production tools became collective property. Nurseries and free, compulsory schools liberated women from their maternal duties so they could work in the fields. The family unit disappeared and children were made to live by the new rules of collective life. The individual was nothing more than a So they took your kids at birth and they raised them in their own little um, brainwashing centers. While the, while, so that would free up the moms and the dads. And just Their whole life would just be devoted to working for the state. And then the kids could be brought up in their brainwashed communist systems. The furniture was seized for firewood and everything that could be destroyed was destroyed. The pigs, the sheep, everything was collectivized. Even the pots and pans were seized because families weren't allowed to cook. No. The aim no, you got to totally, what they're, what they're trying to bring us to is the same thing, where you are 100%, you have no food, you have no property, your kids aren't yours, you're, you're, the government tells you where to live, stack and pack systems, they can feed you whatever franken food they want to feed you and indoctrinate you in, into whatever, and if you want to keep the benefits from the state, you want to keep that UBI, that universal basic income flowing because that's the only game in town, well, then you better do what they say. And th th this has been done before. Compulsory work, cashless society, and social credit score. Force the peasants to take their meals in the commune's collective canteens. In some of them, they even abolished money. A system of work points was established. Food was distributed according to merit, i.e. each person's capacity to fulfill the production objectives. The notion of wages disappeared. It was compulsory to turn up every day. If your name wasn't on the attendance list, you were punished and you lost work points. The fewer work points you earned, the less food they gave you. So it was all about food at that point. It was just you, your your life subsisted on you better pull your weight or you're not going to get your next meal or it's going to be greatly diminished. Here, here's a poor gentleman that lived through this and he's telling her what it was like to live through that. Oh, it was miserable. I can tell you that life was brutal for everyone at that time, except the cadres. Those people lived well. Yeah, those are the people that were in control. You know, they, and again, exactly what they're trying to do now: ultra, ultra rich, ultra elite, the ultra, uh, and then and then the peasant class, the serf class, and you know, you'll own nothing and love your servitude, which is what they're basically telling us with their whole 2030 UN World Economic Forum World Health Organization agenda. 1958 onwards, the cities are quite literally protected from the countryside. People are not allowed to just move about freely. A farmer who brings a cow to market will need to travel with a permit from his local car. 15-minute city. You got to have a permit to go from out of the 15-minute city, and then you know you only get so many passes per year, and then you have to start paying big-time fines. This is what what they're talking about. This is what they're doing already now in Europe. People who try to flee the countryside are sent back. So that's a little like, you know, showing you history is about to repeat itself. Here's another example. Uh, do not follow China's steps. China's 15-minute cities are checkpoint cities. Facial recognition required to enter or leave your neighborhood zone. If your vaccine passport expires, 
or it's not up to date or whatever, you are blacklisted by the social credit score and you can't enter or leave. I mean, this is just, I, I would much rather be dead than ever, you know, get to this point. Um, no, not going to happen on my end. Um, but that's just me. I'm funny that way. Sorry about that. So it's showing these people on these little mopeds, which is probably all they can afford or, or permitted. It's literally, I mean, it's just showing them going through this checkpoint. There's a guy standing there and I, I guess it's facial recognition because he's got his visor up and I think he's looking into this little camera and there, once the facial recognition recognizes you and if everything's in line, if you're being a good little Nazi, then, and I don't, I don't even mean to, to speak derogatory about the guy. I, I it's, That's all he's ever known. It's all he's ever had the option of. But if you're being compliant to their little system, then it he lets you through. And then it just shows one moped after another, after another, after another. Yeah. Yeah, and they're literally, it shows them looking over at this scanner, and then that's how they're, the, then the door's opening, and they're one after another. Yep, they're all turning their head. Every single one of them. So it's only a 14 second video. Um, but if you want to see what that looks like, there's a video there, and then here's another one. Wow, it's really happening. America's first, first 15 minute city, car free communities. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, car free. Nothing like being absolutely uh, pigeonholed into your living space and having absolutely zero options to go anywhere that is awesome other than i guess you can catch an uber and be dependent upon that system man that's what, what where do i sign up this brand new rental community in tempe has all the amenities tempe arizona fitness center dog park outdoor kitchens but something's missing so yeah. there are no cars what's missing is your freedom community at all isn't it great Oh, there's no car. Isn't it great? SAC is the first community in the U.S. designed and built specifically for car-free living. Co-founder yeah. Ryan Johnson says the demand is strong. Every generation, and including 90% of Gen Z, would like to pay more to live in a walkable neighborhood. Retail, restaurants, and to start nearly 200 apartments all within steps of each other. Oh no cars means no parking spaces, no garages. Because we don't have residential parking, it opens us up to have 55% landscape space. And we get to add so much to the... Oh, the humanity. Oh, all the perks of, of pleasing Satan with your living conditions and your stacking back devil housing. Like social spaces around every corner. The complex is strategically located right next to the area's light rail system. Totally dependent upon the public transportation system. The government basically they got you right where they want you. If you get out of line, your social credit. This is this all. This is is a trap anyway. They lure you in and make it sound all whatever, and you know appealing. And then when things when the lockdowns happen, man, boy, they got you right where they want you. All residents get a free pass. The first two hundred also get a free electric e-bike, and a partnership with Lyft gets them discount rides. Nice. I've been fine just going via rail or just biking. Juan Ramos, among the first 100 to move in here, grew up in Arizona, but left because he didn't like the car-dependent sprawl. At 27, he just came back and says living car-free has opened his eyes. Frankly... Well, I hope you have a job in there near nearby, because I don't know how you're going to earn a living. I guess if you earn a living online, or maybe if there's some little shop in here you can work at, but what about the people that that's not the case, and they got to get to their, their job? Well, you know, you know, 
so much for them, but this would only, what I'm, the point I'm trying to make is this would only be for a very, very select group of people. Now, if everybody was on UBI, because everybody was totally dependent on the government, like this new replacement uh, population that they got coming, pouring over the border, the illegal alien hordes, well, yeah, I guess it would probably work a lot better. They could just sit home and do whatever nefarious activities um, that they want to do all day, rely on UBI, the, the government to take care of them, and um, not have a care in the world, I guess. Most of the apartments I've lived in for years, I've never even talked to my neighbors. I know people, like, that's Pete over there, that's Ben over there, and I'm like, that's the first time I've said that. Mm. Residents often gather near the retail stores, which focus on small businesses. Jada Stratman is moving both her home sense business and herself in. It's not as like affordable out here as it was a few years ago, you know, and having that opportunity to live and work where you are and just have it as one. These are just all brainwashed young kids that are doing this. You can tell. I mean, they just don't know any better. Walkable neighborhoods are all well and good when the weather's fine, but temperatures here in the summer can sit over 100 degrees for weeks at a time. And that'll be the real test to see if carless living mm. can really well, go. Well, the grid goes down, it's going to be rough distance lester all right diana thanks so we have that that was up right on nightly news and they're trying to push that whole agenda to humanity uh, here's another one um this is scary george soros prepares takeover over, over 200 radio stations audacity owns 235 radio stations and 48 media markets across the u.s and this is the second large largest broadcaster behind iheart media this is via zero hedge america's second largest broadcast Broadcaster could soon emerge from bankruptcy with new a new shareholder, George Soros Fund Management. According to Bloomberg, the investment firm founded by billionaire George Soros has acquired $400 million of Audacity's highest-ranking debt. Here's an example of the list of the Audacity stations bought by Soros. And I give you the, the link there. I'm not going to get into all of them, but if you want to see the link, I give you that. Okay, so let's keep going here. Um, this is, I alluded to this earlier, Butler County Ohio Sheriff Rick Jones on terrorist attacks on America that are coming, told by the FBI director, there are more red flags going off now than before 9-11. This is him talking. You'll hear him in his own words. Red flags meaning people that are here in this country that are wanting to do harm to us. Biden refuses to meet with the sheriffs or the police chiefs of the United States because the devil doesn't care. He doesn't even probably even have any power. Um... You know, he's an addled husk of a child molesting devil. That's all he is, straight from the pit of hellfire. And he's just some kind of weird, creepy placeholder until they get the next puppet in. Uh, my name is Rick Jones. I'm the Butler County Sheriff, Butler County, Ohio. Um, I just came back from a national sheriff's training in uh, D.C. Uh, three days ago, two days ago. We were briefed by the FBI director, Ray, the director of the FBI, and several federal agencies. There's 3,300 sheriffs in the United States. The President of the United States refuses to meet with the sheriffs of the 3,300. We have a hierarchy. We have a president. We have a vice president. The President of the United States refuses to meet with the sheriffs. He also refuses to meet with the police chiefs of the United States. They have a hierarchy also. He refuses to meet with them to talk about border issues or talk about crime that's going on because of the border issue. We were also told by Mr. Ray, the FBI director, 
that there are more red flags going off now than before 9-11. Okay? When I say red flags, meaning people that are here in this country that are wanting to do harm to us. We were also explained we're, in the, we're bombing two countries right now. Two countries. These people do not like us before this started. There's thousands of people here from other countries. 160 different countries. They're here not to be our friends. Some of them are coming because they're wanting to come here to the best country in the world. The way we see it. Some are coming here to do harm to us. And we were told by the FBI director, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. We were also told five sheriffs went to Israel five weeks after the attack. The only thing that saved the Israelis, the government, was the local police. <coughs> they were outgunned, outmanned. They came over. I, I, I got into that in today's teaching and at the time the israeli military was told to stand down and people in the military came out and even said that and they were probably just disappeared because they were like why weren't we we knew that this attack was happening we we can detect if a cockroach comes over the border from palestine we knew they were coming and we were told to basically stand down and those people were as far as i know never heard from again but the police, the local police in Israel, actually did respond and prevented a uh, massacre that could have been evidently far worse. And this was when Hamas came over. And they, they stood down by design on purpose to have their Pearl Harbor moment. And I reported that on that extensively. And that was the catalyst for them to go into Palestine. So, you know, I, I'm just, I, I wanted to be very fair in reporting on both sides of what was going on. And he, he confirmed it again here about that the palestinians did they came over they killed raped the sheriffs were there they talked to the police the local police are what saved that country you can't just call even in israel you can't just call the military up and they're going to be there okay they went house to house raping killing yep they sure did the israeli police when our guys got there, but it's amazing you hear nothing about that now. It's like that's all been forgotten. It's just all the poor innocent Palestinians that never did anything wrong ever in their lives. They're all just little bo peeps that lost their sheep's. And, and now, granted, again, I'm not I'm not for atrocities or genocide or killing innocent women or or uh, babies or Christians. Obviously, none of that. I'm not for any of that. But understand, there's two sides to this story. That's been my whole point with that whole subject about this this thing. And it was created by Israel when they purposely stood down by design on purpose. They wanted the massacre to be worse. But thank God the police were there in that particular case and prevented worse atrocities from occurring. Said they just don't hate us. They hate you guys equally. And the same people that train them are the same people that train people to hate us. The FBI director said when 9-11 hit, there's more red flags now than them. So, and he said, these are people that want to kill us and do harm to us. Now, so you're wondering, I want everybody to know what I know. I can't tell you everything, but I want the public to know that we are in a terrible way right now. The United States, and I'm going to get to the local, the United States, we're on the defense. 
you can't be just defense and not have an offense we have no offense we're just defense we're absorbing these attacks we're in other countries we're supplying them with weapons we're supplying them with our 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 treasure our money and we're not doing much back home so with that in mind we were also told that they're going this is from the federal government three days ago they're going to attack our elections which they've always done that just not the national they're going to go into the locals they encouraged us to talk to our local election officials and be prepared as much as they can for cyber attacks even locally you have to be prepared we've been told that again they're coming here to do harm to us and even in ohio or in the united states we're not going to be able to call and ask for help from the federal government they're going to be busy the military's not coming the national guard when 9-11 hit it was all the police and the fire and they were in total total organized chaos the military had the skies and i don't want somebody asked me am i like doomsday jones and i said no it, it, i'm not like chicken little i want you to know what i know and if you don't believe what i'm telling you that's okay you can do what the israeli citizens done you can build a little safe house in your basement and good luck uh now getting to where we've been attacked here in butler county you're going to think well, we've never been attacked. We have. The Russians attacked our system, our electronic system, our computer system. They hacked it. They also are trying to hack, just not ours. And they, we were down for two months, just a paper. Hacked our district. Like Butler County in Ohio, and the Russians are hacking their systems. And I mean, this is going on probably all over the country. We're just not really hearing about it. But here's right from a sheriff. Hatching hacked everything. Now, was that to help us? No, it wasn't to help us. <laughs> it was to hurt us and cause chaos. Right. As we speak today, the Russians are still attacking our computer system, just like they're attacking most of yours. But I want the public to know this. The Chinese tried to attack our cyber system here in Butler County, which includes everything that we have, dispatching for police and fire, five times a day. I want to repeat that. Five times a day. The Iranians are attacking our computer system and trying to hack it three times a day. I want to repeat that. Three times a day. Now, are they doing that to help us and be our friends? No, they're not. They're trying to disrupt everything that we do. And this next election coming up, they're trying to do the same. So, what we're doing here is we've got Rifles in every police vehicle we have. We have what we call a go bag. We have extra magazines. And we're going to start training civilians. We've offered uh, classes to train civilians. And we're going to start training civilians on what to do when disasters hit and emergencies hit. Naturally, we can't train the whole country. We can't train the whole county. We put this up online yesterday. It's full already. We can do like 30 people at a time. We're trying to get it. And the organization that is doing that. Yeah, can you imagine if all like the sheriffs and, you know, maybe even the city police were doing this all over the country? I mean, they could get a lot of people that could then get up to speed and then maybe train others and, you know what I mean, prepare. I mean, but the problem is, is our own government's orchestrating all this, this 
invasion, the whole nine yards. So they're going to most likely they'd fight something like that tooth and nail. Is um, uh, Texas and m They're coming here. The federal government's paying for it. They're going to train 30 civilians on what to do when disaster sits. 30 out of 400,000 people is not much. So we're trying to get more classes. Right. Don't want to cause fear. Don't want to cause panic. But I want the public to be aware that you are under attack. And when they're attacking, they're trying to get our cyber system. We have a grid system. Butler County does. The whole United States. Hell, our grid system goes out when it gets hot. So, and our grid system is from the 1960s. Right. All by design. And they're trying to attack. All by design. Totally not hardened. Totally just getting ready to be taken down. Um, that's why phone system. The Chinese are flying over with their little balloons. That's not to help us and help us do some weather direction. We're going to talk about that next. And all we're doing is we're on the defense. We're absorbing this. And these other countries that are attacking us overseas, <laughs> it's a lot of drone attacks. Getting to drones. You have a technology that local law enforcement has on drones? Zero. We can fly drones and most police departments and sheriff's offices have drones. We can't detect drones. Hell, they look like a bird in the sky. We can't make the drones stop. We can't stop them. When you see football games on TV, the national football games, they call timeout to stop the drones. Hell, my grandkids have drones. Everybody has drones. We have no technology. The federal government doesn't share any of the drone technology with us. So what we're going to do is we're reaching out to the private industry, and we're going to see if we can get anything that can detect drones and how we can stop drones. Now, again, it's not to scare people. This is the truth. Everybody in this room, the news media, you guys get hacked. You try to get, they try to hack you. One of the local channels in Cincinnati was hacked. They were down to paper for several, several weeks, just paper. When we were hacked, we were down to paper, our computer system, our dispatching, all hacked. Again, that's being attacked by foreign countries. You wouldn't think that a foreign country would be attacking us. The public needs to know we're being attacked every day. Now, people that are here to do us harm, do we expect? I've been to the border three times. People are not just turning themselves in. They're actually called gotaways. And some of them are getting through with backpacks and packs. Now, are they bringing groceries with them? We don't think so. <laughs> we believe the ones that don't want to get caught, there's a reason for that. We believe they're a good, strong possibility. They're bringing something here to cause us harm. You have to believe that. China has safe houses in every state in the United States. Okay, so now, because he brought that point up, uh, this just happened recently. Again, a small quote non-threatening balloon was intercepted by a fighter jet over utah which is a total lie uh regarding this non-threatening balloon what it is it's an advanced signal intel gathering effort like before from the chinese based on signal intercepts a comment about this said i believe these balloons are mapping out where the fifth column terrorists branded as immigrants are hiding out in the mountainous regions of the western u.s many of these chinese pla soldiers are being taken to the mountains I do advanced level off-roading in areas very few vehicles can go. No path on tracks. I just saw last weekend a, saw a group of five Chinese military-aged men in a very remote area deep within the mountains of northern Arizona. No townships, 
no roads nearby. Why would immigrants be in a place with no roads or towns or resources? They're a militia and they are getting ready to pull a Red Dawn on us. Red Dawn. Okay. You can look that up if you want to. The balloons are likely cruising over this rough terrain to triangulate the militia to get them coordinated. About 2 million to 15 million man army has just crossed our borders without a shot. Behind. Well, again, I think you have to really say over decades this has been happening. Decades. Uh, they've crossed our borders without a shot being fired. Way, this is a great way to move troops. Just call them migrants and dress them in plain clothes. The money they're receiving by our government is military pay to kill us. Okay. So here is a Dr. Li Ming Yan, who is an expert on these spy balloons. And she posted, another spy balloon is flying over. Hmm, surprising. I'm, I'm sure that's sarcasm. Sarcasm. Let's remind you what i revealed about the spy balloons last year it has been verified see my previous report here's our previous report she's an expert on the subject chinese spy balloons is another ccp chinese communist party unrestricted tactic against america this is a like a chinese doctor who um <clears throat> she is it she, this is basically her area of expertise she's her whole papers on this you can click on the link and read her whole paper her most recent report said on February 2nd, it became a sharp focus nationwide that the first Chinese. Okay. Now this is from 2023. This is when she wrote about it when it happened last year on February 2nd, it became a sharp focus nationwide that the first Chinese spy balloon, uh, had been floating over Montana from the Aleutian islands through Canada under the tracking by the U S military and department of defense. The balloon continuously flew over several States where the sensitive military facilities are located. Man, I can't believe that's already been like a year or over a year. Oh, wow. Time is just blowing by. Um, <clears throat> the balloon continu continuously flew over several states where the sensitive military facilities are located. Finally, it was shot down over the water off the coast of South Carolina by an F-22 using a sidewinder on February 4th, one week since it invaded U.S. territory. No, you wouldn't want to shoot it down when it was coming first coming over. No, you would want to let it scan over the whole United States, then shoot it down so that it could have fully relayed all of its information back to the Chinese because we're in cahoots with them. So obviously, no, they wouldn't shoot it down until it had done its job, obviously. The CCP government insists that the balloon is a civil balloon for meteorological research and accidentally lost control of total lies. However, we know they're lying again. I've been in contact with the U.S. intelligence community since the start of the balloon news. According to our sources, it's not the first time the CCP released such unmanned aircraft via military operations toward America. This balloon is among a group of over 10 balloons carrying comprehensive functions for military purposes, especially communications and interference of communication. Uh, to note, such unmanned aircraft are usually designed to carry unknown harmful materials or self-explosive functions if broken by the enemies, or if captured, I think is what she meant. The CCP and People's Liberation Army have spent over a decade on advanced unmanned aircraft for reconnaissance and attack, including high-altitude balloons. They believe the advantage of such balloons includes low-cost, hidden, they're hidden, they're flexible, and they're multifunctional. The whole industry is military civil fusion and its advanced technology is highly based on what they stole from the U.S. So there's from an absolute total expert on the subject. So then we had this and it's just a picture and it's 
from the United States Senate, and it's a motion to invoke cloture on the motion to proceed upon reconsideration of H.R. 815, the Relief Act, in their 67 yay votes and 32 nays. Unbelievable, 17 rhino Republicans vote with the open border Democrats on the $95 billion $95 billion aid to Ukraine, Israel, Gaza, Taiwan with zero money to help secure the U.S. border. Zero. It's all going overseas. These people care nothing about law-abiding Americans. They want to destroy law-abiding Americans. Then we have this. U.S. General sounds the alarm on Chinese border crossers. The retired Air Force general warned that America's enemies, namely China, are laying the groundwork for an attack against the homeland by exploiting the porous open southern border. General Blaine Holt, retired, told the Gatestone Institute this month that the Chinese Communist Party is deploying thousands of military-aged men into America through the southern border where they're already begun weapons training in preparation for conflict with the conflict with the American people. Tens of thousands of military-aged men have come across our border and are now in America, organized by group and nationality. Among them are terrorists and state actors, in particular members of the People's Liberation Army of China. As we speak, these actors are training, making plans, and obtaining weapons, watching our patterns, learning our vulnerabilities. We are vulnerable to attack, the general added. Our enemies eagerly await. China expert Gordon Chang explained how this plan is part of China's unrestricted warfare doctrine. Chinese agents, in addition to hobbling Americans with disease and gunning them down, meaning I'm, I'm assuming that that means they would release um, biological agents on us to create disease, and then also gunning us down, could bomb power stations, attack military bases, start wildfires, poison reservoirs, and create terror in dozens of ways. I mean, again, this is something I've been reporting on for uh, really decades at this point. These tactics come straight out of the Unrestricted Warfare book, which was written in 1999 by two Chinese Air Force colonels and first published by the PLA Literature and Arts Publishing House in Beijing. The colonels argued that China can and should employ any tactic in attacking a militarily superior United States. Now Americans can see how Beijing is implementing the suggestions in this how-to manual. Chang cites videos circulating on X of Chinese men who recently crossed the U.S. border quickly, beginning firearms training when they were on the other side, an activity that is actually prohibited in China. Well, it wouldn't have been if they were they were in the military, though. You know, uh, There is no Second Amendment in China, and the Chinese citizens are not permitted to possess firearms. So is it possible that the shooters in the video are merely taking advantage of a newfound freedom in their new home country? This is very unlikely. Uh, what they're doing is they're just polishing up on their already their gun skills they learn in the PLA, their, the army that they were already in. Okay, so this is from Real America's Voice, um, Rav TV, Ben Berkwam. More incredible footage from the Darien Gap as we run into Chinese Christians fleeing the fleeing China, the CCP, the Chinese Communist Party. They have been stuck in the jungle for 12 days after his wife sprained her ankle. Listen to what he says about the CCP sending spies and his warning to America. Please pray for him and his family. Hashtag take down the CCP. So I'm going to go ahead. It's a little over five minutes here. China? China? 
China, okay. Szechuan? Yeah. Oh, okay, Szechuan. So he's from Szechuan. They're in the Daring Gap, these two um, reporters for this real TV thing. Um, real America's Real America's Voice News. RAV-TV. Okay. And they're interviewing them. And what they're doing is they've got these phones now. I don't know. I don't have a smartphone. But um, they've got these phones where you can talk into them and it'll translate the language into your language and so they're going back and forth between one another and getting the the translation of what each of them is saying which is really cool from china on january 4th and were intercepted by the chinese customs it says we start from china because we are christians and the ccp is persecuted my wife and daughter we oh have, yeah, you be a Christian in China. That's that's real Christianity there. That's like you know you die type of Christianity, potentially. Came from China, and many people come here in different ways. Wow. Yeah. We're intercepted at the Chinese customs on January 4th, then smuggled from Yunnan to China to Laos, to Laos wow. January 7th, and then took the train from Laos to the wow. border. My wife in Vietnamese, Vietnam, because it was smuggled out. My daughter and I came out the customs normally, and my wife couldn't continue to go. Wow. So he's talking into the phone, and then what it does is it translates it, and then he shows the gentleman, and then he reads it in English. Poor things like crying. Casablanca by plane, then I took the plane in Casablanca to Ecuador. Yes, and we took the bus from Ecuador to Pasto. Then we continued to take the bus to Montelia. We were very unfortunate on the road. My, my wife's foot was sprained. We couldn't move on. We couldn't go back because the CCP and Xi Jinping continued. Pastor, my pastor is in jail. Uh, God bless you and your family. In Jesus' name, I pray blessing on you and freedom and liberty for Aww. you, your family, and the people of China. That's so adorable. He's so he's he's saying this in the phone, and then the the, the the um the Chinese Christians reading it. It's, it's yeah. adorable. In Jesus' name. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I love humility. Oh man, and it's it's all over these the re real Christians. You'll see that, especially persecuted christians i mean they're fleeing for their lives listen if, if we had just them coming over i'd be like we need to make a way where there seems to be no way but and unfortunately they're a very small minority but man i mean praise god they made it out of there and i i mean i'm nothing but love for them god bless you now they're hugging each other it's so cute yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay 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 thank you okay we understand you guys are persecuted Christians coming, but we also hear that the CCP is sending spies and bad people as well. Have you heard anything about that? Question mark. So now they're reading the phone, both of them, him and his wife, what he just said. Yeah, 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 wow. yeah, 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 yeah. The CCP sending spies and bad guys is what they what they're reacting to. Yeah. So now you've heard it just in this one study I've just done alone. You've heard it from multiple different sources that 
China is is absolutely invading us and our own government is doing everything they can do to stand down, facilitate it, let it happen because these these um, invaders from the CCP and all these other cultures that are coming in, the Muslims and these types of things, they're they're coming here to be our executioners and our replacements. And yes, the US, yes, yes, yes. Now, God's bigger than this. And I'm not saying God won't preserve a remnant. But again, if I don't ever tell my listeners about this, we won't even know to pray against it. You know? Okay. Members of the CCP wow. mix in with the people running members of the CCP wow. mix in with the people running the wires it is difficult to this to distinguish them wow so in other words they're commingling the CCP the Chinese Communist Party uh military age men they're commingling them with people like him and they're just they're they're blending in and this is one of the ways that they're just they're overwhelming us with all these people coming over some of them are horrible people some of them are good people but that's the more the major minority some of them are just children that are being sold into child sex trafficking and only god knows what else is happening to them um there's a lot of different agendas at play here these guys they're christians fleeing persecution from china but this is what we've been hearing is that China is actually sending people infiltrated and he just confirmed that uh, it's difficult even for them to know if they're actually legitimate people escaping China looking for asylum or if they're they're working for the CCP if they're agents of the CCP infiltrating America he just confirmed that we, what we've been hearing for months right or Chinese software these are very dangerous. Okay. Chinese software. Use Chinese mobile phones or Chinese software. So he's saying don't use Chinese mobile phones or Chinese software. These are very dangerous. He's recommending that wow. to us. Wow. So that yeah, I believe most of the phones are. Means, yeah. They're spying uh, on everything. Yeah. Huawei? Huawei? Huawei. Yeah. No, Huawei. Huawei, no? No? Yeah. No, Huawei. Huawei, no. Said no. Huawei, no. Many people. Huawei is one of the main, I believe, Chinese companies having to do with that. America want to turn America communist. What would you tell them? Question mark. So he's basically asking them, there's a lot of um, people in America that want to turn America communist. He's asking this Chinese Christian who's fleeing persecution, he's asking, what do you think about America turning communist? Oh my God. He's, he says, oh my, no, no, what are you thinking? What do you, no, of course you don't want to turn communist. He's, he's escaping from it with this, barely with his life. And you've got all these woke, you know, liberals or whatever that are, you know, wanting to turn this, into a communist, uh, you know, satanic utopia. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, they can't even, they're, they're just like, they, the expressions on their face are like, you know, you know, are you crazy? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> The CCP is a terrorist organization. It's now treating the Chinese people. If the United States also becomes communist, the United States will be like hell, maybe even worse than hell. Wow. So he says, what I said is not an exaggeration. We live in the CCP's centralized state, and we are the people who have deep understanding of it. Oh, yeah. Yes.
Yeah. So you heard it here. You've got people escaping China, escaping the CCP. And to all the Americans out there, all of the liberal leftists that want to turn America into communism, you heard it from him. It's hell. It might be, he said, he, his words were, it may be worse than hell. That's how bad. That's, that's why these guys are leaving. And at the same time, we have people coming into America that want to undermine America. We have to stop this. The United Nations and all of these organizations that are aiding and abetting, trying to turn the world communist, they need to be held accountable. God bless you. Yeah. God bless your family. God bless America. Amen. Yeah. Oh, Amen. he said, God bless America. Yeah. Amen. God bless America. Yeah. God, and God bless the people of China. Yeah. The people of China. Yeah. Not the sea. Oh, God bless P. them. God bless them. Oh, <laughs> oh I love humility. Oh. Anyway, um, oh. that's those are people that know what it's like. They, they, they know that there's, they've, they've paid a heavy, heavy toll to be a Christian in China. Um, okay, so then we have the next one. Breaking report, Chinese migrant turned U.S. congressional candidate issues a dire warning about the highly coordinated rise of migrant sleeper cells. Uh, Williams the, the warned, his last name's Williams, I don't know his first name. Williams warned that Americans are not to underestimate China's use of what he termed as soft power to infiltrate the U.S. and achieve global dominance. But the thing is, is that America is totally complicit in going along with all this and facilitating it. So you have to bear that in mind as well. I always try to remind people there's no true private company in China. Um, no, every company that comes to United States, they're state enterprises. So when the West is, is drunk on climate change ideology and their mandates, who benefits? China benefits. We are giving them more money to build their military power, Silk Road initiatives all over the, Europe and all over the world. Most of those people that want to flee China are be, because in the last three years, it has become very, very harsh and inhumane, uh, she said. In 2012, under Xi Jinping, you'll notice a shift in China. He is the new Mao, but I am um, also very worried. It is very well organized, cor correlated, and with some sleeper cells. I just feel like we have a really dark, dark force upon us. This is a global push for illegal mass migration. Okay, I'm trying to rapid fire this. I'm running out of time here. Michael Yan, Oscar Blue just messaged me from the Darien Gap. This is very important. War invasion underway. So I'm trying to cross-confirm this information with you as many ways as I possibly can. Okay, this is a very important audio that just came in from Oscar Blue and the Darien Gap. He just passed through with Matt Tomlett and uh, Ben Berkwam and the amazing Cinefront uh, Special Forces down in Panama. They went into Colombia. I was tracking their icon. I was actually tracking their icon while I was on the uh, Tucker Carlson show yesterday, which is not aired yet. Um, but I didn't t track it live, obviously, or say that to anybody. Uh, but in, in any case, they're out now. They're out safely. You've got to hear this message from Oscar Blue. Here it is. Hey, uh, Michael. Uh, this message is for Michael and Miss Ann Vandersteel. Uh, for both of you, we just finished uh, yesterday our fourth day, our fourth time in the Darien Gap. Uh, this route, it is brutal. It's called the Mountain of Death. Uh, this is where the Colombian cartel operates. It is clearly now that the Colombian cartel is in cahoots with the CCP. Uh, just for everybody to know, the two uh, capsized boats that we were talking about days uh, before you guys left, 
Uh, it was a family of Afghanis already confirmed. Uh, the, it was the, the father lost all his family. It was like six members of the family. And Chinese are stuck in Nikokli. Apparently, they're going to keep moving as for today. Apparently, they're going to start operating again today. They closed that route because of the waves and because of the current and the weather. It is really difficult for the, you know, for the boat uh, or the pirahueros uh, to operate the boats. So uh, that's why they are basically saying that they're going to start uh, leading the operation again of smuggling and trafficking Chinese through the parts of Carreto and all the way into uh, uh, the parts that we, you know, exit into Canal Membrillo or uh, even Puerto Limón. Uh, that's apparently the route. Uh, other things that we found, incredible stuff, man. Oh, Michael, it's like the smuggling scheme that the cartel of Colombia, it is doing late at night. It is preoccupying. It is the first time, you know, that I watch a lot of my language and that I don't use some types of words because of protection, but I'm going to start using this. This unfortunately cuts off there and it says one of three. I don't know what the other two are, but. I just still wanted to play that. Um, just basically, you know, they're just saying the Chinese, the Chinese, you know, they're smuggling and working with the drug cartels. And another one, Intel Stream, China has been acquiring naval bases along the coast of South America and Mexico. Why is this not being looked at more closely as the invaders coming across our border are around 20,000 Chinese uh, military age males? And again, okay, when do you define that? In the, in the past month? In the past six months? I mean, 20,000. What about in the last 10 years or you know what about the other you know so anyway anyway this shows china's all these ports they're setting up on in mexico and they even named the ports veracruz um cristobal balboa port and they're and they're showing where they're at and the, and the chinese are setting all these up there's a whole infographic on this if you want to see this um they're showing the chinese illegal invader crossings from mexico just skyrocketing um in really since uh <clears throat> like in the last year they're just starting to absolutely skyrocket then the next report scores of chinese migrants spotted entering the u.s illegally in california border town of jacumba and they say they're here to take the money Along with others from Syria and Turkey, Chinese nationals now make up the fastest growing nationality of illegal border crossers in the U.S. Over 37,000 Chinese migrants crossed in the 2023 fiscal year and almost 20,000 have crossed since October, according to the U.S. government. And again, what about all the gotaways? What about all the, you know, how they cook the books anyway? It's probably far greater. Jacumba, California has become a a crossing hotspot for Chinese nationals. Shocking images in the video taken in California this weekend shows Chinese migrants lining up at the border town of Jacumba and telling reporters shamelessly how they're here to take the money. Dozens and dozens, possibly up to hundreds of migrants, cross the international boundary, according to Griff Jenkins of Fox News, who recorded the footage. I, I post a whole bunch of pictures here. Well, a couple. Because I had a whole bunch, but then I pared it down because I'm like, you know, it's, it's just redundant. Chinese nationals, Chinese nationals. Others arriving in Jacumba have come from Turkey and Syria. Border Patrol agents previously warned Washington lawmakers that it's impossible for them to vet everyone who enters the country. Yeah, especially when they're letting them in all by design on purpose and being told to stand down. Then we have this. Zionist Jewish NGO, HIAS Refugees, gives detailed map to the invaders with instructions on how to invade the United States once the migrants, quote, migrants arrive in Panama. 
So this one lady posted and she said, her name's Amanda, she said, can we stop the fake blame and talk about facts? Mayorkas, the guy that's in charge of all this, um, is a Zionist Jew with dual Israeli citizenship. He is the director of Hayas, who we just mentioned, and um, the Hebrew Immigrant Aid Society, uh, Ben and Ben Shapiro is a big contributor, before becoming the head of Homeland Security, this is what Marcus, he's a Zionist Jew, and he's the one that's, you know, bringing and, and making sure the borders are absolutely 100% wide open. High ass uh, gives instructions on how to reach each bus station, medic, and what the weather is going to be on their way to the USA. While I was recording this video, they were thousands of invaders walking around inside the camp, waiting to be processed. Upon arriving from their jungle trek in the Daring Gap, I encountered invaders inside the camp from all over the world, including Afghanistan, Angola, Iran, and Morocco. A lot of these places, these people hate our guts, particularly if they're Muslim and whatever you know religion they might be. There is so much irony in the fact that a Jewish... Now, this is from Laura Loomer, who we talked about earlier, was, was next to the Ark of the Covenant and Trump's thing. So this is why, I mean, you got to be so careful what you're gleaning. I do think what she's reporting on here is good, but just bear in mind, you know, what I said before. There is so much irony in the fact that a Jewish NGO, HIAS, H-I-A-S, is helping Muslims from tear-tier countries and other places in Africa and the Middle East get into the United States illegally. That's not really... It's not really irony. It's just that they're they're bringing in our executioners to America. Um, the Jews want to wipe out all the white races. They've stated that overtly. The Gentiles are one of their biggest targets. They I've played their clips. I've read their quotes. They they want to do that. They want to, you know, that's their that's one of their goals. They hate her guts for no reason. And then she says, "I disavow high ass refugees." HIAS stands for Hebrew Immigrant Aid Society. How dare these people help facilitate the invasion of America under the guise of Judaism? Because she's trying to defend Judaism because that's what she is, Laura Loomer. Um, but Judaism is a hate-filled devil religion that is hates Jesus Christ to the core. Okay, and we talked about that earlier. Okay, it's their number one enemy. That the Talmud says the most disgusting things about the Jew about Jesus you could ever even imagine. So you know. It's not like Judaism is some bastion of goodness, in other words. So understand the context. Look at the sign I saw inside the camp. Uh, HIAS is literally providing the service route information. I also saw the same type of maps with instructions for the invaders of the United States. The UN logo and the logo for Doctors Without Borders has um, also involved. HIAS is facilitating the invasion of America and the Great Replacement. Every single NGO that is giving aid to, to invaders needs to be shut down and their staff should be charged with human trafficking. And here it shows a picture of Bill Clinton, George W. Bush, Obama, Trump, and then George Bush Sr. and Jr. All with their little yarmulke skull caps, which um, is, from what I was told, it was a blasphemy type of thing on a play off the... They say it's some some symbol of their of their devotion to the God of the Bible, which I don't believe. For what I had heard, but this has been sanitized off the internet, is that the skull cap is a um, a way of them throwing a blasphemous mockery at Jesus because he was crucified at Golgotha, which is referred to in the Bible as the place of the skull. So they wear their little skull cap beanies in order to make a mockery of Jesus Christ. Okay. You won't be able to really find that very... I, 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 I had found it before, and that's like now it's just been sanitized off the internet. Okay? 
but it shows all these different presidents at the Wailing Wall with their little yarmulke skull caps on, like they all of a sudden found, you know, religion all of a sudden, Trump included, okay? What other presidents, if you can name all these presidents, what other presidents have ever donned any other religious garb for any other religion and paid devotion? Maybe some of them have had audiences with the Pope. Doesn't mean that they got dressed up in some whatever. No, they're showing their devotion to their handlers, okay? Because most of the Illuminati families are these really, really wicked, evil synagogue of Satan, Zionist Jews, okay? That's just a fact. The role of the President of the United States is to support the decisions that are made by the people of Israel. It is not up to us to pick and choose from among the political parties. This is Ann Lewis, senior advisor to Hillary Clinton, said that. Um... Okay, let's go further. Okay, so here we have a chart. Anthony Blinken, uh, the, his ethnic group, Jewish, Secretary of State. Uh, Andrew Mayorkas, Secretary of Homeland Security, uh, Jewish. Um, Rochelle Walensky, Director of the CDC, Jewish. Uh, Eric Lander, Director of the Office of Science and Technology and Policy, Jewish. Ann Newberg, uh, Deputy National Security Advisor for Cyber and Emerging Technology, Jewish. Jennifer Klein, co-chair of the White House uh, General Policy Council, Jewish. They're just showing how every aspect of our government is absolutely infiltrated with the synagogue of Satan, Jews, that want to see us dead. And, and it's no wonder that we're, we're being incinerated and that we're being, and, and the replacement, uh, our replacements, our executioners are being brought in to kill us because these are the people the satanic people that are put it down, they're, 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 they're infiltrated in Hollywood and every other aspect of our government and society. This isn't about me Jew bashing. This is about the synagogue of Satan, which Jesus Christ warned about in Revelation 2 and 3. He warned about the synagogue of Satan. They call themselves Jews, but they're not. These are not part of the one third that are going to be saved. These are hardcore Talmudic loving, um, uh, uh, Kabbalah practicing, highest form of Jewish witchcraft. These are hardcore Illuminati Jews that, that hate our guts and want to see us wiped off the planet, okay, out of their own mouths. Janet Yellen, Secretary of Treasury, Jewish. Wendy Sherman, Deputy Secretary of State, Jewish. Uh, David S. Cohen, Deputy, Deputy Director of the CIA, Jewish. Ron Klein, White House of White House Chief, Chief of Staff, Jewish. Rachel Levine, that abomination transgender uh, devil assistant secretary for health, Jewish. Um, David Kessler, head of Operation Warp Speed. Oh, the one that Trump gave us? Yeah. Jewish. Doug Ernoff, second gentleman of the United States. Second gentleman? Uh, I'm, it's, it's a little bit blurry on that one. Merrick Garland, attorney general, Jewish. Oh, Avril Haynes, director of national intelligence, Jewish. Victoria Newland, under secretary of state for political. This is just a small sampling, guys. Small, small sampling. Okay, um, just about. Okay, so this is beyond bombshell information about the synagogue of Satan. Zionists control of virtually every aspect of our society. Jesus said in Revelation two nine, "I know that works in thy tribulation and poverty, uh, and but thou art rich, and I know the blasphemy of them which say they are Jews but are not, but are of the synagogue of Satan." That's straight from Jesus. Here's a thing: if you want to know more about this, I had a longtime listener send me this. GTV Flyers, one word, gtvflyers.com. I give you the link. It is post after post after post. What I just read you was just a small little tiny sampling of the iceberg. This shows you how the Zionist synagogue of Satan 
Talmud practicing, Kabbalah-loving, uh, synagogue of Satan, fake Jew devils, okay, because they are they are evil, wicked devils, are infiltrated into every single aspect of our society, okay? And again, this isn't about, oh, I'm against the, the Jew. I've done whole studies where I have said God is not done with the Jews, okay? It's very, very clear. But I've always had a balanced outlook on this. And it is a fact they have infiltrated every of all the highest echelons, like cockroaches, these synagogue of Satan types, okay? And I'm not going to make any apologies for, for their wickedness. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and... Um, I think there's a video here I want to play. Okay, this is a pretty, I think, a brief video on a whole bunch of rabbis and these types of things that caught on camera talking about this. Maybe you shouldn't tell anybody that I said this, but you know all those tropes about Jews controlling the world or at least wanting to control the world? They're actually true. Yeah. Our goal as Jewish people for the last 3,300 years since the revelation at Sinai has been to control the world. The Jews will so it's just one... Jewish guy after another, one synagogue of Satan guy after another, basically just right out in the open, just telling you what, the, I mean, again, I've, I've read you their clips, I've read you their, their quotes from over the years. It's not like this is really being hidden. The world, whether they go in Leipzig or they hate it, that's a fact. It's written in a book that the Goim admit that it's the book of God. So there's no argument here. The Goim admit this is the book of God. Um, we're the Goim. We're like the, how the Muslims refer to as the Kafar. Uh, we're like the infidels. We're, we're the little uh, uh, Gentile devils that are, are going to be, uh, that should be subject to the Jews who are the superior race, who are superior to us in every way, shape, or form, and they are going to wipe us out. That's basically what he's saying. Chapter 63, the day of the great and terrible day of the Lord. It says that the Lord will come out from a place called Edom, and he will crush Edom. Now, I'm just a broadcaster here, okay? In Jewish understanding, Edom is really talking about the, the Christianity. Asking what's going to be with the Goyim when Mashiach comes. Will they be destroyed and annihilated? Someone asks who cares. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So what's going to happen to the Goyim? What's going to happen to the Goyim? What's going to happen to us people, the, the little people, the Christians? Um... Uh, the unbelievers, the, the non-Jews, when the Moshiach comes, when they're awaited Savior, who will be the Antichrist, what's going to happen? And then somebody says, who cares? They, they they view us like cockroaches, guys. These these Zionistic Jews view us like absolute total cockroaches that are worthy of death. They could care less. They do the most despicable things in private. They they rape little girls. They, um, oh, they just do the most despicable things you can possibly imagine. All under, because the Talmud says they can do it. And then they're practicing the Kabbalah, which is, you know, incredibly high-level witchcraft. Nation will cease to exist, even as individuals. Every individual, most survivors, not only as a nation will cease to exist, even as individuals. So he's saying we're individuals as a nation will cease to exist. He's a lying devil from the pit of hell. Because we're not going to cease to exist. God always preserves a remnant. He's going to be the one that ceases to exist. The synagogue of Satan is going to be the one that ceases to exist. They're going to be the ones that end up in the lake of fire, okay? But they're so full of pride and wickedness and evil, you know, you couldn't tell them anything. As Goyim, they're gone. Their personality, they're... Yeah. they're, they're we're, as, we're the Goyim. ...exist if they outsmum, as they would exist independently of Christ. Well, they don't exist. They're done. In modern terminology... In modern terminology, they call it 
cultural genocide. <laughs> There's a term for it in the by the by the you know by the progressives it's called cultural genocide, and they talk use the word genocide. So that the, the opinion who says the Karka Kovne says that will be annihilated, but Slantazai. They basically learn there's going to be cultural genocide. That, you know what, the Goyim, the Goyim as they exist as Goyim, that's done with. The Jews run the show in the world. Not because they want, because that's what God wants. Huh. And it's written in the Torah that... Their, their, God, their God wants that Satan, 100%. Lucifer does want them running the show for one reason or another. And Jews admit that is the word of God. If they didn't admit, what's the proof? But in the Torah it says that in every nation you will be, you will always be the highlight of the place. Even though we have very small community compared to America, 300 million Americans, 5 million Jews. It's no comparison. Yeah, it's just a pride. I mean, God hates pride. God absolutely hates it. They are an absolute, totally consumed, full of hate-filled pride toward any of the non-Jews, and particularly the Gentiles. Um, they they just absolutely hate our guts. But the Jews are everywhere. Politics. All the assistance of Trump, Jews. All the assistance of Sleepy Joe, Jews. Yep, yep. he's right. All the assistance of Trump, Jews. All the assistance of Sleepy Joe, Jews. He's right. In fact... Click on the link I gave you in the PDF or go to that, that, that site and just, I, I, it would literally take me, I don't know how many studies to cover all that information. It's all based on fact, how Disney's infiltrated with it, how are all, all these aspects, how Hollywood, you name it, you name it, you name it, how the abortion industry, they're just full of them. Obama, Jews, everyone around there, reform Jews, conservative Jews, Chabadnik, this, convert. It's all somehow. Same thing was in Spain. Right. Same thing was in many different countries. Yep. Instead of hating the Jewish people, you should love us. You should kiss our feet, you fool. We're the chosen people, not you. You're the, we're, they're the chosen people. We're the chosen people. You know what? The last time I checked, at the foot of the cross, the ground was all level. The Bible says that if, if you be Christ, then you're Abraham's seed. Abraham is the father of the Jewish nations. If you be Christ, you're Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. And that in Christ, there's neither Jew nor Greek, bond nor free, barbarian or Scythian. We're all, we're all equal, okay, through the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, I'm not saying, now, is God done with the Jewish race? No, he's not. No, he's not. I've done whole studies on that he's not done with them. But I've also done studies on where uh, I've got into the Bible verses about where they're not superior to anybody, even though they think they are. And God hates pride. And that's where that, that whole thing is based off of so i have covered both sides of this this isn't about me jew bashing but i will go after the synagogue of satan every single time you should actually look at the truth and understand that the jewish people are the greatest gift to mankind <laughs> okay yeah right yeah your fruit is 100 percent, at least from what i am seeing in the modern day age 100 percent rotten and i'm talking the synagogue of satan i'm not talking about every single jew i don't have time to get into the rest of the stuff i was going to get into today i will try to cover that um next week because i'm totally out of time um and um lord willing we will see you in the next audio god bless you and see you then